Jai Jai Sri Chaitanya Jai Anichananda Jai Adaita Chandra Jaya Gora Bhakta Vinna Jai Jai Sri Chaitanya Jai Anichananda Jai Adaita Chandra Jaya Gora Bhakta Vinna Lord Chaitanya appears in this world in in the form of a devotee. And, and Lord Chaitanya describes how his spiritual master is engaging him in devotional service. And he describes the result of that devotional service. Nama bin kalikale nahi or dharma sarva mantra saranam In this age of Kali, there is no religious principle other than the chanting of the holy name, which is the essence of all Vedic hymns. That is the purport of all scriptures. After describing the potency of the, of the Hare Krishna Maha Mantra, my spiritual master taught me another verse, advising me to always keep it within my throat. Harinam, 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 Eva Kevalam, Kalona Stevena Stevena Steva Gatiranyata. For spiritual progress in this age of Kali, there is no alternative, there is no alternative, there is no alternative to the holy name, the holy name, the holy name of the Lord. Since I received this order from my spiritual master, I always chant the holy name. But I thought that by chanting and chanting the holy name, I had been bewildered. While chanting the holy name of the Lord in pure ecstasy, I lose myself and thus I laugh, cry, dance and sing just like a madman. Collecting my patience, therefore, I began to consider that chanting the holy name of Krishna had covered all my spiritual knowledge. I saw that I had become mad by chanting the holy name. I immediately submitted this at the lotus feet of my spiritual master. My dear Lord, what kind of mantra have you given me? I have become mad simply by chanting this Maha Mantra. Chanting the holy name in ecstasy causes me to dance, laugh and cry. When my spiritual master heard all this, he smiled and began to speak. It is the nature of the Hare Krishna Maha Mantra that anyone who chants it immediately develops his loving ecstasy for Krishna. Religiosity, economic development, sense gratification and liberation are known as the four goals of life. But before love of God had the fifth and highest goal, these appear as insignificant as straw in the street. For a devotee, who has actually developed bhava, the pleasure derived from dharma, arta, karma, and moksha appears like a drop in the presence of the sea. The conclusion of all revealed scripture is that one should awaken his dormant love of Godhead. You are greatly fortunate to have already done so. It is a characteristic of love of Godhead that by nature it induces transcendental symptoms in one's body and and makes one more and more greedy to achieve the shelter of the lotus feet of the Lord. When one actually develops love of God, he naturally sometimes cries, sometimes laughs, sometimes chants, sometimes runs here and there, just like a madman. Perspiration, trembling, standing on end of one's bodily hairs, tears, faltering voice, fading complexion, madness, melancholy, Patience, pride, joy, and humility, these are various natural symptoms of ecstatic love of God, which caused, causes a devotee to dance and float in an ocean of transcendental bliss while chanting the Hare Krishna Maha Mantra. It is very good, my dear child, that you have attained the supreme goal of life, 
by developing love of Godhead. Thus you have pleased me very much, and I am very much obliged to you. My dear child, continue dancing, chanting and performing Sankirtan in association with devotees. Furthermore, go out and preach the value of chanting Krishna Nam, for by this process you will be able to live, deliver all, the, all conditioned souls. Or fallen souls, sorry. Saying this, my spiritual master taught me a verse from Srimad Bhagavatam. It is the essence of all the Bhagavatam instructions. Therefore, he recited this verse again and again. Even Vratasvapriya Namakircha Jatanurago Drutta Chitta Uche Hasya Tu Rudhiti Rutika Yatiya Unmadavan Lichati Lokabaya. When a person is actually advanced and takes pleasure in chanting the holy name of the Lord, who is very dear to him, he's agitated and loudly chants the holy name. He also laughs, cries, becomes agitated, and chants just like a madman, not caring for outsiders. I firmly believe in these words of my spiritual master, and therefore I always chant the holy name of the Lord, alone and in the association of devotees. That holy name of Lord Krishna sometimes causes me to chant and dance. Therefore I chant and dance. Please do not think that I intentionally do it. I do it automatically. Compared to the ocean of transcendental bliss that one tastes by chanting the Hare Krishna mantra, the pleasure derived from the impersonal Brahman, realization, Brahmanda, Brahmananda, is like the shallow water in a canal. My dear Lord, O Master of the Universe, since I have directly seen you, my transcendental bliss has taken the shape of a great ocean. Being situated in that ocean, I now realize uh, all other so-called happiness to be like the water contained in the hoof print of a calf. After hearing Lord Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, all the Mayavadi sannyasis were moved. Their minds changed, and thus they spoke with pleasing words. So, here we are speaking about Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, who is acting out the role of a devotee. And in that mood of a devotee, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu turns to his spiritual master, who gives him the order to chant the holy name. And as he's chanting the holy name, uh, this holy name uh, drives him mad, it makes him chant, dance, his uh, hair stand on end, so many ecstatic symptoms manifest. So this holy name creates um, a transformation in him. And it's... Uh, so the holy name is empowering the devotee to come to the transcendental platform. Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur has described empowerment in his uh, Amrita Babaha Basya commentary uh, to the Chaitanya Charita Amrita as um, that one becomes empowered with the uh, with the chit and the anand potency of the Lord. Um, the living being in his eternal constitutional position is in a stage of satsidanand, eternity full of bliss and full of transcendental ecstasy. Um, while in the material body, uh, on the physical plane, obviously we are not realizing our, uh, our sat, uh, existence, our eternal existence. Therefore, Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur is speaking about particularly the other two already manifesting in the, in the devotee who comes to the pure transcendental plane. Then upon leaving this body, then the third, the third element of Sat will also 
also be there when the devotee attains a spiritual body, um, which is eternal, full of bliss and knowledge. So here we're speaking about um, how empowerment can uh, is the quality of the spiritual world and how empowerment is is um, it's just the opposite of, of material existence um, about material life and about devotional service in material life Srila Prabhupada said we should make the best use of a bad bargain so the material condition is a bad bargain where the living being uh, becomes covered avritam um, tena is knowledge potency becomes avritam um, becomes covered so he, he becomes namprakasa sarvasya yogamaya samavritaha he forgets uh, due to the influence of the uh, maya in energy of krishna he forgets and becomes covered by ignorance. Um, he becomes uh, limited in, in material existence in so many ways. Um, limited, uh, there are the uh, four defects uh, in, of, of material existence. Um, Uh, one is uh, one is sure to commit mistakes one is uh, illusioned uh, one has the tendency to cheat others and is limited by imperfect senses so <clears throat> in this way, immediately, uh, in the material world, we are we are disempowered. Uh, so the the empowered state is actually uh, the natural state. Anyway, such empowerment is uh, is existing in the devotees of. Uh, of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And we find many descriptions about their transcendental power. Um, and uh, in, in the Chaitanya Bhagavat, uh, we see how the uh, how, how Lord Nichananda was uh, engaged in, uh, in, in transcendental ecstasy. Um, let's see, one second. When Lord Nichananda heard topics of the Dana Lila, uh, he danced in a way that is beyond description. He displayed all the transformations of ecstatic love as he danced incomparably. As he danced, the movement of his bodily limbs appeared like lightning. How wonderful was the movement of his arms. How wonderful was the movement of his eyes. How beautiful was his smile. And how wonderful was the swaying of his head. How wonderfully he jumped about keeping his two beautiful feet together. The men and women, in whatever direction each and under cast his love-filled glance, all floated in the mellows of love for Krishna. His glance was filled with such mercy that everyone forgot their own bodies in ecstasy. By Nichananda's mercy, anyone and everyone relished the devotion that the best of the yogis and sages desire. If a person as strong as an elephant does not eat for three days, he will not be able to walk and his body will become weak. Although each of those children did not eat for one month, they behaved like lions. Such was the potency that was manifest by Lord Nichananda. Um, 
Yet by the influence of Lord Chaitanya's loser energy, no one could understand. Is in Lord Nichananda's Kirtan party. These boys uh, were so absorbed in the Kirtan that they forgot everything else, and the Kirtan carried them beyond all physical limitations. And uh, they became so enthusiastic, they became so much absorbed in ecstasy. And it said, like, at one point, uh, they did not eat for entire months, but they did not become weak, rather the opposite. In their ecstasy, at one point, they were able to pull trees out of the ground. Such was the potency that was manifest by Lord Nichananda, yet by the influence of Lord Chaitanya's illusory energy, no one could understand. In this way, Nichananda stayed for a few days in the house of Kadadar, thus uh, absorbed in the mellow of ecstatic love. Gadadar uh, does did not display uh, external consciousness. He would always induce everyone to chant Haribo. So the Gadadar that is mentioned here is Gadadar Das. It is not Gadadar Pandit. Uh, it's a different devotee, a different Gadadar than the Gadadar Pandit from the Panchatattva. Um, there was a most sinful Kasi living in that village. He strongly opposed the performance of Kirtan. Gadadar Mahasai was always intoxicated with transcendental ecstasy. One night he went to the house of that Kazi. Although people generally ran away in fear of that Kazi, Gadadar fearlessly went at night to his house. Gadadar continually chanted the name of Hari as he entered the Kazi's house. The Kazi's servants sat down speechless as they watched Gadadar enter. Gadadar said, where is that fellow Kazi? Quickly chant the name of Krishna or I will severe your head. The Kazi was angry as fire as he came out of the room, but on seeing Gadadar Das, he became uh, pacified. The Kazi said, Gadadar, why are you here? Gadadar replied, I have something to say. Lord Chaitanya and Nichananda Prabhu have incarnated in this world to induce everyone to chant the name of Hari. You alone have not chanted the name of Hari. Therefore, I've come to your house to make you chant. Just spend, chant the most auspicious name of Hari and I will deliver you from all sinful reactions. Although the Kazi was most envious by nature, he was stunned and couldn't say anything. The Kazi then smiled and said, Listen, Gadadar, Das, you, you go home now. I will chant the name of Hari tomorrow. Um, as soon as Gadadar Das heard the name Hari, name of Hari come from the Kazi's mouth, he became filled with ecstatic jubilation. Gadadar Das then said, Why tomorrow? You just now uttered the name of Hari. Since you've uttered the name of Hari, all your inauspiciousness has been immediately vanquished. After speaking these words, Gadadar clapped his hands and danced wildly, intoxicated with ecstasy. After some time, Gadadar returned to his house. Nichananda always resided in his body. Such is, is such are the glories of Gadadar Das, who is counted among the uh, associates of Lord Chaitanya. Saintly persons did not want to be touched by the air that touched the Kasi, for they felt that such contact would make them lose their caste. Yet Kadadadas Mahasai glanced merciful on that most sinful Kasi who took away the caste of any Hindu he encountered. When such a person gives up his envious nature, it is to be understood that this is the potency of Krishna consciousness. Fire, snakes, and tigers cannot harm a person who is truly absorbed in Krishna consciousness. Out of of his costless mercy, Lord Nichananda freely distributed to his dear devotees, dear associates, the love love for Krishna that is desired by personalities like Brahma and the attachment to Krishna displayed by the gopis. So now here we see how um, Gadadar does it was totally dedicated to Lord Nichananda, always chanting, and how, as a result, um, the ecstatic spirit of Nichananda was had manifested within him also. And this is like, and it's amazing. We see how um, how his ecstasy 
is just so overwhelming that it even affected everyone. When he just walks in the middle of the night into the house of the of the Kazi, the servants were just so shocked. And here this person comes in and he's in total ecstasy and he calls out very loud and in very offensive lens, I'll severe if you don't chant, I'll severe your head. I mean it's very, very intense. And the Kasi is upset and angry, comes out of his room, but then sees Kadadar in the courtyard. And somehow or other, um, the effulgence of Kadadar, the presence of Kadadar, uh, calmed him down. And Kasi, uh, chant. Mm, um, and then the Kasi said, I will chant Hari tomorrow. And he said, oh, you already did it today. And in this way, we see how Kadadar does was 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 power, was empowered out of his causeless mercy. Lord Nietzsche freely distributed to his dear devotees the love for Krishna that is desired by personalities like Brahman, the attachment to Krishna, displayed by the gopis. Mm. So we see government worked in. Uh, in 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 Gadada. and how from him uh, it also touched the Kasi, and although the Kasi didn't know what what hit him, still it had a very profound, immediate, a powerful influence on him, influence upon him, and then the Kasi also uh, had chanted, so the, his spiritual life had begun. Mm. Okay, so now let us uh, read um, a little, some some notes that I wrote down. So, Shastra Yukte Sunipuna, Dridashadajare, Uttamadikari Sitaraya Sansare. One who is expert in logic, argument, and the revealed scripture. And who is firm faith in Krishna is classified as a topmost devotee. He can deliver the whole world. Sarva Mahagunagan, Vaishnava Sarire, Krishna Bhakti Krishna Gun, Sakilisanchare. A Vaishnava is one who has developed all good transcendental qualities. All the good qualities of Krishna gradually develop in Krishna's devotee. So that's very interesting. Um, how the qualities of Krishna, sorry, how the qualities of Krishna are, are manifesting in the devotee. And that is like, uh, uh, that is the nature of the empowerment. Uh, the devotee who is completely uh, focused on Krishna is gradually developing the good qualities of Krishna. Of course, okay, we know that out of 64 qualities of Krishna, a devotee can reach up to 48 qualities of Krishna. That is also described. Um, nonetheless, uh, it is it is wonderful that these qualities are manifesting in a devotee. Of course, in Krishna, all these qualities are existing to an unlimited extent, and the devotee is is an infinitesimal part and is is always limited. Um, but uh, we see that that on the spiritual plane, the devotee can become tremendously empowered, uh, and it is just uh, surprising. Uh, uh, let me just uh, quickly um, look at um, 55. Um, oh, that doesn't work. Try it again. Fifty-five qualities. There's this reference 
in the nectar devotion, which I'm looking for. And uh, let's see quickly. Yeah. Well, here we can see the qualities. Uh, uh, so, persons who desire becoming great personalities must be decorated with the following qualities truthfulness, cleanliness, mercy, perseverance, renunciation, peacefulness, simplicity, control of the senses, equilibrium of, of, of the mind. So this is the, in, in the in the nature of devotion. Uh, in a moment, I'll tell you which chapter also. Um, Renunciation, peacefulness, simplicity, control of the senses, equilibrium of the mind, austerity, equality, forbearance, placidity, learning, knowledge, detachment, opulence, chivalry, influence, strength, memory, independence, tactfulness, luster, patience, kind-heartedness, ingenuity, gentility, mannerliness, determination, perfection in all knowledge, proper execution, possession of all objects of enjoyment, gravity, steadiness, faithfulness, fame, respect, and lack of false egotism. Persons who desire to become great souls cannot be without any of the above qualities, so we can know for certain that these qualities are found in Lord Krishna, the Supreme Soul. Besides all of the above mentioned 55 qualities, Lord Krishna possesses five more, which are sometimes partially manifest in persons of Lord Brahma or Lord Shiva. These transcendental qualities are as follows. 51 changeless, 52 all cognizant, 53 ever fresh, 54 sat sit anand, possessing an eternal blissful body, 55 possessing all mystic professions. Krishna also possesses five other qualities, which are manifested in the body Narayan, of Narayan, and they're listed as above. Uh, they listed as follows. Sorry, fifty-six. He has inconceivable potency. Fifty-seven. Uncountable universes generate from his body. Fifty-eight. He's the original source of all incarnations. Fifty-nine. He's the giver of salvation to enemies who he kills. He's the attractor of liberated souls. All these transcendental qualities are manifested wonderfully in the personality of personal feature of Lord Krishna. Besides these 60 transcendental qualities, Krishna has four more, which are not manifest even in the Narayan form of the Lord. Um, okay. There's follows. 61. He is the performer of wonderful varieties of pastimes, especially his childhood. Verses 62. He's surrounded by devotees with uh, wonderful love of Godhead. 63. He can attract all living entities uh, of all over the universe by playing on his flute. He has a wonderful excellence of beauty, which cannot be rivaled anywhere in the creation. So this is Rupa Madhurya, Venu Madhurya, uh, Lila Madhurya, and Prema Padurya. He has these, these amazing uh, pastimes where devotees are absorbed in love, Lila he performs all kinds of incredible pastimes um, that just, um, especially the childhood pastimes, um, always surrounded by devotees, absorbed in love. He attracts everyone with his flute and, and his beauty is just inconceivable. So these four qualities um, are particularly there in Krishna. And as it said, Prema Madhurya, Rupa Madhurya, Lila Madhurya, and Venu Madhurya are particularly uh, the sweetness of Krishna, the unique sweetness of Krishna. So, um, and the pastimes of Krishna are, are, are like that. Um, the sweetness is just overwhelming. Uh, um, so it is just incredible how how wonderful and how uh, and so overwhelming just like sweet the the sweetness then 
the word sweetness is um, um, it's giving giving an element of um, of its wonderful nature and of its very uh, uh, yeah special uh, taste involved. Um, uh, if I would look for a moment at a thesaurus. Thesaurus. There's a site called thesaurus.com, and it's a very good site. And if I would put in sweet there, what would I get? Search. Okay. Sweet. Uh, look at. It says uh, here it gives some words. Uh, delicious, luscious, sweetened, syrupy, candied, candy coated, cloying, honeyed, like candy, like honey, nectarious, uh, sacharif. Okay, I cannot even pronounce that. Sacheriferous, saturated, sugar coated, sugared, toothsome. Mm. Um, and then the related worlds, angel-like, angelic, beatific, cherubic, divine, saintly, seraphic, aromat, ambrosial, balmy, fragrant, perfumed, pungent, savory, beloved, admired, cared for, cherished, darling, dear, dearest. So all words that are a kind of uh, um, close to, to sweet. Absorbing, alluring, amiable, appealing, attractive, bewitching, charismatic, choice, daily, delectable, um, uh, desirable, electrifying, enamoring, engaging, engrossing. Um, so all these, this, all these words that are uh, in the in the are given in the like in the domain of of, of sweet, um, tempting. Um, sweet is very powerful, very attractive. Um, it's winning us over. It is seducing us. It is seductive. It is it is provocative. It is uh, it is pleasing. It is magnetizing. And all these words very much uh, very much fit to Krishna. Um, adorable. Uh, and there's also innocence in the sweetness uh, of Krishna. Uh, delightful, elegant, exquisite, precious, palatable, graceful, refined, uh, subtle, superior, tasteful, uh, graceful, uh, relish, uh, ambrosia, dainty. So these are all kinds of words, just quickly from the thesaurus, that are, uh, are all in the, uh, in the domain of, of sweetness, of Krishna's sweetness, of Krishna's. So, this is really Krishna's special attraction power. Um, and, uh, well, we see how uh, in great devotees, um, these, uh, they also become empowered by the power of the Lord. And uh, okay, now until the two. So we're reading here from the Chaitanya Charitamrita now, from the 
Antyalila. And we said to Sarvaloka Udarita Gora Avatar. So now we're hearing about the Gora Avatar. Nistarira Hetu Tara Trividha Prakar. In his incarnation as Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Lord Sri Krishna descended to deliver all the living beings in the three worlds, from Brahma Loka down to Patala Loka. He caused their deliverance in three ways. Saksatarshan or Yoga Bhaktajiv Avesh Karaya Kaha of Yabhav. The Lord delivered the fallen souls in some places by meeting them directly, and another place by empowering a pure devotee, and still other places by appearing before someone himself. Mm. So in these verses, first of all, <clears throat> he descended to deliver all the living beings in the three worlds from Brahma Loka, higher planetary system, down to Patala Loka. So even beyond this planetary to Patala Loka, who knows? To who knows? To what extent the the Sankirtan movement of Lord Chaitanya is affecting the whole universe? Huh? We cannot see. Uh, we cannot see uh, how Krishna consciousness is spreading through the universe. Uh, I had in the past uh, mentioned in a lecture had that idea suddenly how it is set in this world. Sometimes there are people who are uh, are observing UFOs, unidentified flying objects, flying saucers, and these UFOs are, uh, and there are extraterrestrial beings that are sometimes seen by people, and there are testimonies of these things, and so on. So I was just thinking to myself that as these extra, extraterrestrials have been spying around on this planet, they uh, they must by now have heard the holy name, and so the uh, and so the latest additions to the Sankatan fleet of Lord Chaitanya are those UFOs, which are according to Bhagavatam are actually the uh, the nagas from lower planetary systems systems below this planet earth who are having a higher standard of mechanical development than we have and therefore are able to fly with their mechanical means but who have no god consciousness on their planet so somehow or, but somehow or other it must have reached them also Yes, we don't know. We don't know how the mercy of Lord Chaitanya is just traveling all throughout the universe. But it says, in this incarnation of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Lord Sri Krishna descended to deliver all the living beings in the three worlds, from Brahmaloka down to Patalaloka, and he caused their deliverance in three ways. The Lord delivered the fallen souls in some places by meeting them directly and other places by empowering a pure devotee and still other places by appearing before someone himself. Sri <laughs> Chaitanya Mahaprabhu delivered almost all the fallen souls by directly meeting them. He delivered others by entering the bodies of great devotees such as Nakula Brahmachari and he still and he delivered still others by appearing before them, as in the case of the Sringananda Brahmachari. I shall deliver the fallen souls. This statement characterizes the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Uh, purport. The Lord always manifested his Avir Bhav appearance in the following four places. One, the house of Srimati Sachimata. Two, wherever Nichananda Prabhu danced in ecstasy. Three, the house of Srivas, when Kirtan was performed. And four, the house of Raghava Pandit. Lord Chaitanya himself appeared in these four places. So, let us read, read some more. So, 
This is Antilila 2, and we're reading at the beginning of the chapter. When Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was personally present, anyone in the world who met him even once was fully satisfied and became spiritually advanced. Every year, devotees from Bengal would go to Jagannath Puri to meet Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And after the meeting, they would return to Bengal. Similarly, people who went to Jagannath Puri from various provinces of India were fully satisfied after seeing the lotus feet of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. People from all over the universe, including the seven islands, the nine khandas, the planets of the demigods, Gandharva Loka and Kinnara Loka would go there in the form of human beings. Having seen the Lord, they all became Vaishnavas. Thus, in ecstatic love of Godhead, they chanted the Hare Krishna mantra and danced. Thus, by direct meeting, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu delivered the three worlds. Some people, however, were entangled in material activities and could not go. To deliver people in regions throughout the universe who could not meet him, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu personally entered the bodies of pure devotees. Does he empowered living beings, his pure devotees, by manifesting in them so much of his own devotion that people in all other countries became devotees by seeing them? And Prabhupada quotes, uh, Kali Kali Radharma Krishna Nama Sankirtan, Krishna Shakti Bine Nahitara Prabhupatan, which is in quote, it is a verse from CC Antia 711. Unless one is empowered by the Supreme Personality of God at Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, one cannot spread the holy names of the Hare Krishna Mahamantra throughout the world. Persons who do so are empowered. Therefore, they're sometimes called Avesh avatars or empowered incarnations. They're endowed with the power of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So such Avesh incarnations are living beings, are jivas, like, 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 yeah, like all others uh, in this universe. But the Lord can manifest through them. In this way, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu delivered the entire three worlds, not only by his personal presence, but also by empowering others. I shall briefly describe how he empowered a living being in Bengal. In Ambuya Muluka, uh, there was a person named Naku Brahmachari, uh, who was a perfectly pure devotee, uh, greatly advanced in devotional service. Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur says that Ambuya Muluka is the pre present Ambika, a city in Vardaman district of West Bengal. Formerly during the Muslim regime, it was known as Ambuya Muluka. In this city, there is a neighborhood called uh, Pyari Ganj, and that is where Nakula Brahmacharya used to live. Desiring to deliver all the people of Bengal, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu entered the heart of Nakula Brahmacharya. Nakula Brahmacharya became exactly like a man haunted by a ghost, as he sometimes laughed, sometimes cried, sometimes danced, and sometimes chanted like a madman. He continuously exhibited bodily transformations of transcendental love. Does he cry, tremble, became stunned, perspired, danced in love of God it made, and made sounds like those of a cloud? His body shone with the same luster as that of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, and he showed the same absorption and ecstatic love of God. People came from all provinces of Bengal to see these symptoms. He advised whomever he met to chant the holy names, Hare Krishna. Thus, upon seeing him, people were overwhelmed with love of Godhead. When Sivananda Sain heard that Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu had entered the body of Nakula Brahmachari, he went there with doubt in his mind. One second. Wait. So, put a little alcohol. That's my trick. Got the alcohol sanitizer if I touch my face, then I touch it with some alcohol. <laughs> so we're not against alcohol, but not for the inside of the body, only on the outside. Hmm. <laughs> what to do? Uh, when Sivananda Sain heard that Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu had entered the, the body of Nakula Brahmachari, he went there with doubts in his mind. Desiring to test the authenticity of Nakul Brahmachari, he stayed outside thinking as follows, 
If Nakula Brahmachari personally calls me and knows my worshipable mantra, then I shall understand that he is inspired by the presence of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Thinking in this way, he stayed some distance apart. There was a large crowd of people, some coming and some going. Indeed, some people in that great crowd could not even see Nakula Brahmachari. In his inspired state, Nakula Brahmachari said, Sivananda Sain is staying some distance away. Two or four of you, go call him. Thus people began running here and there, calling in all directions, Sivananda, whoever is Sivananda, please come. Nakula Brahmachari is calling you. Hearing these calls, Sivananda Sain quickly went there, offered obeisances to Nakula Brahmachari and sat down near him. Nakula Brahmachari said, I know that you are doubtful. Now please hear this evidence with great attention. You are chanting the Gaur Mantra composed of four syllables. Now please give up the doubts that have resided within you. Shivananda saying, thereupon developed full confidence in his mind that Nakula Brahmachari was filled with the presence of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Shivananda saying then offered him respect and devotional service. In this way, one should understand the inconceivable potencies of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Hmm. So this is this is the way that um, that empowerment can can go. One can be empowered in uh, to different extents. No, Nakula Brahmachari, uh, of course, became power empowered with the same ecstasy, the same symptoms of love of God, um, uh, just like Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Um, uh, also up to a limit because Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is the Supreme Lord and uh, and, and in, in Jagannath Puri he, uh, he showed some extraordinary uh, some extraordinary symptoms remember when he became Kurma Chaitanya and his limbs retracted in his body um, anyhow Naturally, when we think of uh, of disempowerment uh, and and how it manifests in uh, Nakula Brahmachari, we can for one moment look at the Christian model of uh, of Jesus Christ being the uh, Shakti Avesh avatar of the Supreme Lord, and in this way. Uh, in this way, he's also a manifestation of God because uh, the Shakti Avesh avatar is also counting as an incarnation of the Lord. So he's also an incarnation of the Lord. So he's the son of God. And uh, those who say he is God, we say, we say yes, yes, he is the incarnation of God. Uh, but he's not Govindam Adipurisham. Therefore, it's not that that we need to argue uh, that he uh, is he God or is he not God. Yes, fine, he is God. But the question is, how is he God? How is he the son of God and at the same time God? Because he is empowered and he's a Shakti Avesh Avatar, and the potency of God. Is just manifesting through him, and in this way, he is also an avatar or an incarnation of the Lord, uh, and more so, and more than any other uh, living being. Uh, therefore, he is unique. Um, although Prabhupada would say, yes, every everyone is the son of God. Um, every every living being is the son of God or daughter of God, for that matter. But we um, we see no. Jesus was a special um, son of God because he was the Shakti Avesh. He had the power of the Lord. Of course, uh, we also accept Srila um, Prabhupada as such a personality, um, and. Uh, it is said that one who is empowered, Krishna Shakti Bhine, Tanara Prabhatan, 
one cannot spread this movement if one is not empowered. And of course, Prabhupada did so. And then we see Tatvak Visargo, Janataka Viplavo, how it is described that uh, he will bring about a revolution, uh, a revolution in the misguided, misdirected civilization hmm. by, by the Bhagavatam. Even although it is imperfectly composed, it is still heard and sung by men who are thoroughly honest. So I remember how in maybe 1980, uh, Jagadish Prabhu was raising this point for the first time. He pointed out that this, this verse pointed towards Prabhupada being a Shakti Avesh avatar. And it is a fact that Srila Prabhupada took this verse and, uh, and, and wrote it in the preface of each of his, of each part of the Bhagavatam that he published. There was a preface and he would always quote this verse, Tatvak Visarga. So Prabhupada was very conscious of this mission. And of course, that is in the Chaitanya Charitamrita, that mission of uh, changing the world uh, through the Bhagavatam is also described by Krishna Kaviraj Goswami, as Lord Chaitanya Nichananda were, uh, were trans- driving away all ignorance in the world through the two Bhagavats, the person Bhagavat and the book Bhagavat. So in this way, we see um, that, that Prabhupada was such an empowered person Bhagavat, and in that way fully embodying the divine qualities. So we'll also, we also accept Srila Prabhupada as a Shakti Avesh avatar. Um, yeah, the, uh, so this Krishna consciousness, this process of bhakti yoga is empowering. Uh, and whenever we touch uh, the tadiya, whenever we are worshipping the tadiya, or wherever we are worshipping Krishna directly, um, we become empowered. We become empowered by these things. So there is transcendental power invested everywhere. Um, because all over the world, uh, there is there's the holy name, um, in every town and village, holy, my holy name will be heard and sung. Um, and there are so many uh, other paraphernalia uh, related to Krishna that totally transform everything. Um, um, I remember how I was years ago driving in Estonia and going to some in the winter, in the month of December or January, I mean, in the heart of Estonian winter, uh, January, yes, in the heart of Estonian winter, and we were driving out of the city into the countryside, and we were driving into the snow. And at the side of the roads, bulldozers had cleared the roads, and there were huge stacks of snow at the side of the road, like walls. And it was just a lot more snow was falling from the sky. And I was just looking, we're going deeper and deeper now into the world of snow. And next there will be the polar bears and we'll be on Antarctica. Anyhow, as we're driving, somewhere after an hour driving deep into the snowy countryside, we, we turned off the main road and there were these two houses. And we stopped at one house. And as I came in the door, there was a devotee who chanted a Sanskrit stotram. And, and like for at least 10 minutes as a, as a welcome. And when we came in the house, there was a life-size replica of the Totagopinath deity in Jagannath Puri in the house. Now, Totagopinath is a big deity. Uh, it's like uh, sitting down about, well, 
anyway, very large. I mean, Gadadhar Pandit could could no longer reach the head of of Tota Gopinath. Uh, Tota Gopinath may be in size comparable to Radha Madhav in Mayapur, but sitting down. So a huge deity in that house. And then it's, it's so transcendental, these devotees, they were just worshipping so nicely. And that like in the middle of snowware, I mean of nowhere, in the middle of, of just a place where you don't even expect any, any life, in such an isolated place, Lord Chaitanya's movement had reached. And, uh, and I was thinking to myself, if Krishna consciousness could, could have reached this place, then it, it, could, it can reach any place, anywhere in the world. Uh, no question that um, Krishna consciousness it cannot not reach out to any place. And then is to reciprocate these devotees. They offered me a wonderful feast, and then uh, to reciprocate, I I uh, I heartily ate it. And then someone in the house. There were several devotees in the house, and one devotee in the house said, "Oh." Now you also have to come to my house. So that was the house next door. And then we went to the house next door. And in that house, they had this huge tulsi. And it was like the branches were thick, like, like wood, like it grows in, 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 in India, in Bengal. It's like in the hot sun and powerful. And how, how was it possible that this devotee in that in that snowscape, was able to um, to grow such a tulsi, um, and Srila Prabhupada said that tulasi is the barometer of bhakti. Um, when tulasi is flourishing, then we can understand. Then we can understand that here is great dedication and devotees. And then the people in that house said, and. Now you must take some prasadam here also. And then they served me a second feast, which I had to eat. And so, and somehow or other, uh, the followers of Lord Chaitanya uh, also become empowered to eat huge quantities of prasadam. And Lord Chaitanya used to feed the devotees five times more than they could eat. And somehow or other, um, that tradition has thoroughly, thoroughly set in, in as uh, as being a constitutional part of the uh, of the Sankirtan movement um, to um, to real to relish huge quantities of prasada, and in this way, Sarira Vijajal Yudendriya Tehikal Jiva Vilevi Sarasarvi Tadmajayjivaiti. Uh, the senses are a network uh, leading to death. Amongst the senses, the tongue is most voracious to control. But uh, by the mercy of Lord Chaitanya and Lord Nichananda, we have received this wonderful prasadam. And by that, we can actually will be able to control these otherwise uncontrollable senses. So this is very nice. Um, um, so the transcendental power is, is available um, in many, many tadiyas, uh, in many things. And devotees are eager, uh, eager to, to collect. I remember how the devotees in, Vinja, in Vrindavan, under the uh, guidance of Jagatarini Mataji, were making boxes with, filled with little things beautiful boxes, RT boxes, filled with little bottles with some water from sacred coons and little plastic bags with a little sand from a holy place here or a little piece of wood from a tree. And in this way, and then a little note uh, saying what it was. And in this way, um, it got these 
transcendental gift bags, and they make many of them. And what wonderful gifts were they giving? And what wonderful gifts must they have received by giving such wonderful gifts? Uh, because how empowering is it when one shares the mercy of the Lord? Uh, that is mentioned in Chaitanya Charitamrita. If one, uh, in Adi Lila chapter 8, if one takes the fruits of love of God and one distributes them freely and one distributes everything one had, that one will find that one will wind up with more than one had before. So, in this way, we see how everywhere, by the mercy of the Lord and the mercy of the devotees, um, transcendental, uh, the transcendental potency, the transcendental mercy of Krishna is fully present. Um, and when we are becoming carriers of that mercy and begin to distribute that mercy, then whatever mercy we had will become multiplied. So in this way, uh, the Sankhita movement is an empowering movement um, where everyone, everyone becomes eager to collect Daivi Sampat, spiritual wealth. And as we are collecting this spiritual wealth, we are at the same time engaged in distributing it widely. And as we are doing so, we gain more and more wealth. And then we distribute that. And then we still gain more. And then and so we uh, distribute this transcendental wealth at infinitum. And devotees, uh, they are very creative. They find amazing ways. Um, just like that was wonderful, making these sacred boxes with just holy holy remnants of the holy dham and in this way uh, really bringing the mercy of the dham to so many devotees all over the world uh, a wonderful wonderful gift or now we see um, how devotees have made a holy name uh, site on facebook and every day uh, different devotees from around the world are chanting on this this site, on this page, this Facebook page, the Holy Name page, uh, Pandemic Kirtan, Holy Name Pandemic Kirtan, and it's just growing bigger and bigger. And it is just more and more chanters appear on this page and which continues continuously streams the holy name. And in this way, uh, Akanda Kirtan, uh, Akanda Kirtan, Kirtan without, without end. <laughs> without end, that Kirtan is just increasing. Anandam Bodhivardhanam, the ocean of transcendental bliss. And that is what empowerment is, when we become part of increasing the ocean of transcendental bliss. Uh, and uh, that, is, that is truly the nature of empowerment, increasing the ocean of transcendental bliss. And that is the purpose of all the Tadiya. Hare Krishna. I thank you very much once again for spending another day with us. Si Harinam Sankirtan Ki Jai. Si Krishna Chaitanya Mahaprabhu Ki Jai. Si Chaitanya Charitamrita Ki Jai. Ananta Kutivaishnavavind Ki Jai. Nitai Gauri Premanande. Hare Krishna. I'm looking at your name still. Thank you for being with us. And please come back and 
Hare Krishna. And hoping to see more of you. Um, please tell everyone to, to listen at this time to our descriptions about the Chaitanya Charitamrita. Let us increase the ocean of transcendental bliss. Haribo Jananiwas Goranga. And Tirumala smile. Yes. And Sakivinda. Hari Hari. Mauritius Kijai. Yes. And. Mm. Nandanandan. Hare Krishna.